When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is Project Down and Dirty Week here at mytalk1071.com. Presented by Dr. Anesthetics and 360 Painting Minneapolis. We're going to get it going for good tomorrow. But we are taking donations today if you buy your tickets or make a donation. David from First Equity is going to match some donations. So I want to throw some thanks out to him. Here's some other businesses that are matching donations this week. Little Blind Spot, Livia Weight Control Centers, Aquarius Home Services, and... And Connecticut. Gosh, I got to get good at this radio announcer thing. <laughs> Learn more about Project Down and Dirty Classic Radio Drama at mytalk1071.com keyword project. That's cool. There, so many people are always so willing to help us out here in raising funds, which is way, way, way cool. Like Charlie's Angel, Jacqueline Smith. She is 75 today, ladies Woo-hoo. and gentlemen. She still looks great. Ooh. She's yeah. one woman that she's amazing, and she when we were she was the first one to do a celebrity line at the clothing store, Kmart, Kmart. <laughs> and 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 she had a and she also had a pregnancy line because my little sister was like, oh my Kate, my Jacqueline Smith, Smith pregnancy tops, and then you bought me a Jacqueline Smith um, cashmere sweater. That's once. right. With when my you, dad on with a your Black dad. Friday, you twenty nine ninety nine. You're not going to get cashmere cheaper than that. And an Anna Jacqueline Smith collection to boot. <laughs> but she really, she was really pretty. Yeah. Okay. You know who was supposed to be in Pretty Women, but they couldn't do the do it, or was really up for the part. Be, um, I know this. Kate Jackson. Can't see her. Kate Jackson. It no. wasn't Pretty Woman. No. It was Notting Hill. No. It was Notting Hill. Yes, she was up for one of them. No, no Dad, Kate Jackson is the too Bionic old. Woman. It was Nicole Kidman. Okay, but Kate, yeah. all right. Kate Jackson is 15 years older or 10 years older than Julia Roberts. They wouldn't have been All right, it was something else. So no, she was up for something. All right, Damn well, it. when the windmills settle down, it's going to come to you. They'll <laughs> pop right. in your head like in an hour. Well, here, here's what people are saying. What happened to Kate Jackson? Why did she leave the show? Did she have cancer? We don't know. Yeah, no. She did. Yes. Okay. Yeah, she did. Okay. So the big, the big Hollywood buzz that's happening right now is that Sony Pictures is so nervous about the James Bond movie and how much money it costs uh-huh. and when is it going to be released and is it when it gets released? Is it just going to do trickle box office? Right. Probably. So um, there's a report. Haven't they pushed it back like it's, five times or oh yeah, something? They, they, it was yeah. supposed to open in April. Then it right? was going to open July. Then it was going to open um, 
in November, and then it was moved to April. And the reason is that M- it's MGM, not Sony, excuse me. They were counting on No Time to Die to generate gazillions of dollars because it's Daniel Craig's last. Right? Are you a Bond guy, Rocco? Do you know, you like I him? do like it, but I have not really watched any of the 21st century ones. I'm okay, sorry. Okay. So, but they were going to use that cash flow from No Time to Die to give respect the Aretha Franklin movie starring Jennifer Hudson a big Oscar push. Now they're in a cash crunch, and there's been talk of moving respect from its January 15, 2121 date. And it, with Jennifer Hudson eyeing an Oscar, that would not be a good idea. So now the streaming services are offering a gazillion dollars to MGM um, to get. To get Casino Royale or whatever this one is. No time to die. No time to die. They rejected uh, Apple Plus, offered them $400 million to stream it on Apple Plus, And mm-hmm. they said, no, we want $600 million. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned. Well, it's interesting, Lori, because the one movie that you went and saw that you watched this weekend with Bill Murray. On the Rocks. On the Rocks. It was first in movie theaters, and Patrick Royce saw it. That's right. And he told us about it, and he said it was a really good movie. And we said, well, how was the theater? And he said it was totally fine and safe. No one's in there. No one's there, yeah. You know, it was totally fine and safe. So if there was some way that the people, the diehards who need all the special effects and want to go hear the Dolby sound around and blah, 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 whatever it is. But if they make a deal with the streaming service, it won't get a release in the theaters but it's, i think it, the, i would time it though you get a week in the box office and then it but goes the to streamers streaming. are saying to mgm we want to own it right we don't want it to be in the theater and these del- poor movie theaters need our help yeah i know it i know it. i'm telling you i think uh i think casey and i i think we're going to rent a, a movie theater i think we're going to rent the grand view and it's just $99, like people. the AMC. Because I was thinking, you know, people need open spaces, high ceilings, family gatherings are coming out. That's a great idea. Just kind of for something to do. And then we just thought, um, you, you know. You could even play a movie. They even let you play a movie. Well, you can, you have a choice if it's a brand new release or something that might be, it's 150 but like Tenet you can do for $99. Serious. Everyone I know is missing going to movie theaters totally. and the theaters are open and I do know people who've gone and they said it's fine because there's so little people in there. Right. But I just thought as a family thing to do because now we're kind of, our family is sort of big and yep. we need more room and everyone, your boys were saying, ah, we miss going to a movie theater even though they didn't go to that many. Right. So anyway, stay tuned. There might be a family movie thing. Well, I think it's a great we idea. We just have to decide, you know, see what movies are available. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, that's and, that's uh, going on. No, I think I really do think that that's a great idea. We haven't we've had a couple of notable obituaries, really three. Again, it's just uh, I think Rocco, people die every day, Laurie. I know, I but know, we've but had some notable, notable right. people. So I want you to know we're going to get to Jerry Jeff Walker and. A while, but I want you to know Viola Smith because she's from right next door in Wisconsin. She's 107 years old. The Washington Post and the New York Times did really unbelievable, uh, notable obituary. But she was 107 and she was credited with blazing a path for women in what had been a male-dominated thing, drumming. And she was considered... 
a pioneering drummer, an original hep girl of the swing and big band era, promoted in the 1930s as the fastest girl drummer in the world. And she, every female drummer owes a thing to her. She sat behind this giant drum set that had a double bass drum, an instrument that would years later become every hard rock drummer's like that was in their kit. Mm-hmm. And she took up drummers, drumming as a teenager in Wisconsin. Her dad assembled the Schmitz Sisters Family Orchestra with his eight daughters. Her showcase was a thing called the Snake Charmer. Um, here we got a little bit of it. Charming little drummer, Viola Smith. drumming at 100. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She was really something else. And in that same year that men were being drafted to the war and women were going in factories, Viola wrote a famous article for Downbeat Magazine um, saying, listen, instead of replacing them with mediocre men, why not let some of the great girl musicians of the country take over? We girls have as much stamina as men. There are many girl trumpet players, girl sax, girl drummers. We can take the grind of long tours and exciting one-night stands. We are not the helpless creatures of earlier generations. Think it over, boys, and hire us. I love it. And so, yeah, she uh, she had 12 drums, and um, she like uh, performed with Ella Fitzgerald and Chick Webb, and she performed at the second inauguration of Harry Truman in 1949. And she uh, one of her quotes uh, uh, with Tom Tom, Magazine, which is for female drummers, Julia, in case you didn't know. <laughs> well, the first one, Downbeat Magazine or whatever the name of that one yeah. was, I'm like taking notes. Drummer, she uh-huh. said, um, I really had a charm life. Unless people call drumming work, then I worked hard in my life. Oh, I love it. Anyway. Very nice. All right. There you go. Viola Smith. Sound like Happy to later. All right. We'll be right back with Random Thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now... Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. Well, here is something that had I known this, I might have chosen a different career. Um, Employees at Ben and Jerry's get three free pints of ice cream every day. Plus a free gym membership. Okay, every day. Every Every day. day. Can you imagine Cherries Garcia? Holy cow. Funky, you must be giving it away to your funky, friends. There's you might, yeah, you'd have much. to share. Well, that would be yeah. a perk of uh, being you, um, friends with you. Oh, my gosh. I saw that. What's like, the ice cream today, neighbor? I know. Oh, Cherries Garcia. I have an... Oh, geez. All right. So, Does that Cherries Garcia have cherries actually in the ice cream? Duh. That's so disgusting. Bing Cherries. Delicious Bing Cherries. No, they've been wet and wrapped in dairy. Oh, no. Wet and wrapped in dairy. <laughs> Lori, only you. Okay, does this sound good to you guys? Um, I don't know. Tell us. Ranch-flavored, thick-cut bacon. You know how they have maple-flavored bacon? Hickory smoke-flavored bacon? Ranch-flavored bacon? It sounds a little salty. Yeah. It does? Yeah. God, that's kind of good. I'll stick with the maple. All right. The hickory. But ranch, it just sounds like just dip your ranch... Yeah. It just put it in it. Thing, okay, it's just one taste. more thing. Okay, I want both of you to try to say this word. 
without having your lips touch. Okay, I'm looking at Lori. Lori, you can look at Rocco. Okay. Okay, I want you to say Coca-Cola. 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 And I'll do it again. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Is that supposed to be like a bad word or something? Yeah. Or? No. The reason why it's funny is your lips don't touch when you say it anyway, mm-hmm. but it's just funny to watch someone. Coca-Cola. Oh, I see. Oh, for crying So you can still... That'd be a good little trick That's to play on the kids. kids. Yeah. Say, the kids. I bet you guys can't say Coca-Cola without your lips touching. Right. You know? Right. I just thought that That's was kind of... That's cute. I thought it was... Okay, so we're apparently supposed to get an asteroid on election day. So Oreos is thinking ahead. Oreo cookie manufacturers, they um, have decided to build a concrete doomsday vault in Norway to house one of each of its cookie packages just in case of emergency. Oh, no. that's because it's already there, probably, or I something. Know, I know. They just Isn't there a place in Norway that has all the seeds? Yes, of there the is world? a place where all the seeds are. All the seeds. That's where we're going to have to make our way if anything bad happens. We're going to have to somehow figure out a way to get to, to Norway. To get to Norway to get the seeds. It's the ocean I'm worried about. Well, <laughs> we're going to need paddles. Um, so the this is good news. So at the beginning of the year when we had the locusts coming and COVID came and blah, 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 blah. We had all these big things. The killer hornets that were invading murder Washington. Hornets. The murder hornets. Why are you doing that, Lori? Oh, they found everybody them. has told us this story. That's how desperate we are to talk about anything else. It's just that everyone has. But to the bees tell us. are very happy. I know they wrapped the tree. They shrink wrapped the tree. They got it. The guy showed how he let a murder hornet bite his arm, and he said it felt like somebody held a hot poker and it went real high. I mean, I don't want to have an encounter with one of these. I've Believe had a me. hornet bite. On my side, they kill and they spread, and it's like whoa! But this is murder hornets even worse. Yes, but that was kind of a that's a little good news. Good news. The horn murder murder hornets were gone. We try to say that really quick. Um, All right. So um, other things that are happening is that um, this is a local. If people like um, like Rocco, do you like a duels or non alcoholic beer? You know, um, I remember when I would go to Nye's or something and I'd be singing and I'd have a couple drinks and I'd be like, you know what? I still want to stay here, but I shouldn't have like that third or fourth drink. Right. Then I'd mix in like an O'Doul's. But that's about it. You know, I don't know. Like, you know. Well, this. You? Well, I kind of. Never had My mom, you know, people who I know who don't drink like an O'Doul's or Heineken or something. But here is a local um, local beer called um, Hairless Dog Brewing. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen hannah mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And in case you wanted to know, you know, we've heard of dry January. Mm-hmm. It might be late for some of us, but this is sober October. Mm-hmm. You could catch it now and make it through the end of the month. But um, and it is a thing. So there's this is a local beer by Jeff Hollander and Paul Pierner, David Pierner from Soul Asylum's yeah. brother. And it's called Hairless Dog Brewing. And um, it's the first American craft beer brand with truly alcohol free products. So alcohol never touches it in the brewing process at all. And it's supposed to be really good. good. So it's called. Good. Yeah, if like there's the a good, name, some good flavor. Yeah. Name. Hairless Dog Brewing. Not to be confused with Spank the Halibut Chardonnay that Lori and I are developing. That's right. Spank the Halibut, halibut. Chardonnay. <laughs> Did you see that picture of Dave Berner's brother? It looks just like him. Exactly. Yeah, they do but look I a lot alike. I think this one's a little better looking. Huh? I think this one's cuter. He might be younger? Yeah, he's cuter. To me, anyway. Yeah. I thought. But yes, you're right. He well, does. he wasn't the lead in a rock, rock band. band. There you go. You know. Time has been that, kinder, maybe? Uh of course, look at John Bon Jovi, but the way he dances, I mean, and he's been, I don't know. Yeah, he's a bad example, but he looks good. Yeah, Mick Jagger looks good. Okay. Last time I saw Soul Salem, he I thought he looked good, and he's, he he's a great front man. They're, yeah. they're yeah, still he pretty is. fun to watch. He is good. All yeah. right. Now, I think when we saw him, where did we see him? We that saw him so at, down at, and out, it felt at, like. Like, was it Harriet Island or... Something. Anyway, it was a hot, sweaty day, and the hair—the hair was greasy looking. Yeah, that's and, all. It was we like an being, outside. We thing. were being rock and roll frontman judges. Yes, that day because we were like, right. "Wow." Yeah, because really, I wanted to meet him. One hundred percent. How much and I love? No, how much I love that one album. The, oh, the uh, Grave Dancers Union. Yes, or Grave Dancers yeah. Union. I just played that nonstop. Nonstop. Such a great album. Okay, do you guys have, um, now, Lori and I are not gamers, Rocco. Okay. Unless I, I you that. count Pong. Pac-Man. All right, Pac-Man or Pong. Or if I happen to be somewhere where it's a pachinko parlor and okay. I can play pachinko. <laughs> I don't yeah, even there's know. There's a lot of those around. Yeah. What that is. But Centipede, do you remember playing? Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so tell me, I kind of think this is a great idea because... My boys are gamers, mm-hmm. although I fought it tooth and nail. I just tried right. so hard not to get them to do it. But are you were kind of a little bit of a gamer. Sure. I mean, I grew up in the 80s, so I yeah. centipedes right in my wheelhouse. Right. Yeah. Okay, so Atari was planning on opening up game-themed hotels all around the United States before the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. So this is what is going to be in them. But they are um, their first one is going to open up. They've got two in Las Vegas and Phoenix. And so what the plan is, is it's going to be a hotel with vintage arcades and pop culture nightclubs. And then all the games will be scattered throughout. Who's going to be the flag? Like, who's who's going to be the hotel partner? It doesn't. Um, GDS. Hmm. But I that isn't even right because my dyslexia flipped two of the letters. So it's GSD. Second time around. Whoever okay. they are. But Atari-themed gaming hotel. I could see my kids going to this. Yeah. Maybe could they're you? shopping for their hotel flag right now. No, thanks to GSD Group. They are somebody. The flag, the name is going to be Atari by 
by Hilton, by Sheraton, by Does it, whoever GSD is. It's I don't certainly going to hit guys my age. I'm like it f- is. 48. And yeah. anybody that played Atari in the 80s, which was, right. you know, people Everybody. my age or older, that, you know, going to Vegas and seeing, like, you know, uh, a retro dance club and pinball and video games that'd be kind of fun for guys I, my age. I would caution them to hold off opening this place until we've got a little bit more time under our belt. Just my <laughs> hospitality Well, just because advice. the germs. No, and the machines Julia, or what? Because the lack of business. Well, this is no one wants to run five percent right occupancy at a hotel. Yeah, that is very true. That is true. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Happy Monday. We are delighted to be joined by one of our favorite people. We were just talking about Las Vegas, David. David Lozinski's with us from First Equity Mortgage. Um. Who always, hello, hello. Who always helps out and sponsors and matches and does all this wonderful volunteer work. He's taking time off Oops. of, taking time off of uh, doing mortgages. How busy are you, David? Oh, we're, to give you an idea, yesterday I got here at 9 and went home at 9.30. And that was Sunday. David. And 9.30 at night, 9 in the morning. No, it's very, very, very busy yet. What is what is the big thing? Are people going like from 30 years to 15 years? or just- You know, right now it's a combination of everything. Like normally as we end October, people kind of stop buying houses. Not the case at all. Like yesterday I was just busy writing approval letter after approval letter. Um, still people have rates in the 4.5%, 4.25%, and we're, you know, they're all great candidates for refinancing. So our phones just keep ringing. That's wonderful. All right, so give people an idea, though, before we move on to your matching our donation for this great cause. Um, what are rates around? Is there a range where rates are hanging no, out right No, you now? know, it's really hard because it depends what somebody wants to do. Got so. It. I find right now our best rates have been for veterans. 15-year loans are the next best rates. But we're seeing rates as low as in the low 2% range up to the kind of low 3% range, depending upon each person's unique situation. Absolutely. Some people want to take some money out to consolidate credit cards. But we also find lots and lots of people are still buying houses because with low rates, you can buy so much more house for get more bang for your buck is, I guess, the term. Yeah. yeah, that's serious, yep. though. That's wonderful. Okay, honey, so we um, have you with us today. Our annual project down and dirty is back. Yeah, you guys got off easy this year. We I really know, we did. really did. We really did, although I think we're all going to find out that being talk show hosts is so completely different than acting in a serialized radio comedy. That You uh, know what I mean? I believe that, but it's still better than putting boots on and trudging through mud. So, but we were so good at that. We were so good at that. <laughs> I think Julia, you ended up. I think you called me from an ambulance when you guys were up at the National Guard. That camp. was that yeah. was someone else. <laughs> but I probably did. Okay, so we are um, Project Down and Dirty is kicking off today. War of the Worlds, the comedy drama, uh, radio drama. We're going to have broadcasting on Friday night. But in the meantime, we're raising money for this great, great um, charity, Springboard for the Arts, helping local artists um, and anybody who works in a creative um, profession live right now during these times of the pandemic, as well as serving our communities with art. And um, we're just really wanting to raise money for the emergency relief fund right now, because 
I think you know, well, David. Our it's so important, isn't yeah. it? I mean, how many, like, I've been a season ticket holder with the um, Orpheum for you know, 10, 15, 20 years. I can't even tell you. And we're not going to have a show for, it's going to be almost two years. Mm-hmm. And and those people need to earn a living, and they need, you know, and we're going to not have the incredible arts we have if we don't, everyone doesn't keep stepping forward to help. You're right. You're right. And when you think about that, Lori said um, when we were talking to Katie from Springboard for the Arts earlier in our show that, you know, uh, annually, like this time of the year, we would all be buying tickets to go see a Christmas carol. We'd be buying or tickets to standards or like music show or a sh- turf club yeah. or anywhere. You know? and, and we sure we all want to have that back again. And apps, if you don't if you don't support them now, even when we get through the pandemic, it won't be there if we don't keep supporting it. Right. So. And so you, That's why I believe it was important and said no question that I would help support you guys in this. We appreciate it. So you've you've donated $1,500 to Springboard for the Arts that people, so if you, you know. So that will be three $500 uh, grants to artists that are facing some kind of a career-threatening emergency. They need help with their rent. They got to pay whatever electricity, but whatever it is, I mean, that... That's like amazing how much that money can make a difference to someone. At least keep that keep the dream open for somebody, right? right. Yeah, isn't that the truth? Oh gosh, aren't we missing live stuff, David? Oh my goodness, yes. I mean, that was always our treat. And so, I mean, think about how many times you and I we would go oh. to whether it was a concert yep. or a play or mm-hmm. or what there just was so much and there's sweet and Minneapolis St. Paul is such a thriving theater community that's just that we're I'm just dying that I miss it so much. I know, I know. All right, so we can tell people where you can donate. Um you can go to mytalk1071.com, go to keyword project, and when you get there you can either buy your tickets for the event that's happening Friday night, which is gonna be a video. You're gonna it'll be a virtual you're gonna watch it somehow, some way, but it'll be us doing this performance. And you can donate to all the charities there, and you just scroll down to the bottom one, and that's us. And you can donate. They make it super easy. We're up to $2,105 already. Um, so, yeah, so we're on our way, and you can do anything from $10 to $5 to 5000 whatever you want to do. But we'll, it's all going for a good cause and right back into our community to help people that we love in arts and that we love. I just can't imagine, you know, how if you want to work, but you can't because of this pandemic. And is, I can't imagine a world without art. You're, you're so right. You we, can't. I mean, it's something we need. Yes, it is. David, what have, you watched, uh, what have you watched on TV that you've really liked? Has there been anything? Because, I mean, normally you would travel to Vegas. You would be going to shows. Yeah, I but I'm, I'm very busy doing mortgages. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lori, Your I business. Yeah, so we, we've been re... Okay, I know this is dumb, but since the new Dexter's coming out, yes. we started re-watching Dexter, and I watch one episode each night. So okay. that'll... Because that'll probably eat me up for a little while, but I thought, oh, I forgot about Dexter, and I saw the new episodes were coming out here next year. So That was an amazing show. I've never watched it. I could get into that one. It's so crazy. You you don't. I like that kind of creepy criminal mind kind of stuff. Like, we love that. So that's what, and and one episode a night, and I like how with Dexter, each episode's its own thing. You don't, you know, you can end it at that night and go to bed. So Right. And you know that was based on a book. 
Is it really? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's based on a book, and it was kind of like it was like when we read that book. You, yeah, so weird to read a book from the serial killer's mind. Right, you know, he's narrating the story, and it's kind of. I don't dislike rewatching something because boy, you pick up things again. Right, and that was that was at least seven or eight years ago. So yeah, we could watch that again. Yep, they have flip phones in it. Right. Okay, that's hysterical. (laughs) Now that's that's funny. And have you been dining at Jones in the Park lately? Every Friday night. So come and say hi anytime you want. How is that outside? Is it pretty? Are you able to eat outside? Well, they closed that up now. Oh, they did close that. Now you can eat inside, and it's yep. But they only can hold twenty people at a time. So it's very make reservations because that's. They follow every rule to the, you know, and so there's only tw- total of 20 people can be in their dining. They do do takeout. So we have a couple times when we felt like we didn't want to sit in that we yeah. took takeout. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a great idea. And especially it is. that bird. And, make, oh. and she's such a fabulous cook. It's so fun to take it. Even if I'm going to go home and watch and, you know, you know, it's a little kind of spendy for your TV dinner, but it's really delicious. You so. put it on all your nice dishes and uh, crack exactly. open the wine or no, Light a little candle and it, you're good to go. Do you have, you know, so I know about us, we have we have very little artistic skills in our bodies, Lori and I. We um, have a, a we appreciative have, eyes and ears, though. Right. <laughs> Did you ever play instruments, David, or go into theater or anything? Um, I tried at everything. <laughs> you like that word tried? I tried. <laughs> I attempted everything. No, I was good at everything to do with talking. Mm-hmm. And I, but I was very mathematical. Like that was, you're going to laugh. I was, you know, on the math team and I, you know, did great in like speech. But, you know, I, attempt, I tried to play some musical instruments. They never quite worked right. So I just pretended, but it was fun. Absolutely. Do you? You'd get in the back of the class, you know. <laughs> exactly. Do you ever, David? Did you ever play chess? A uh, little bit, but okay. I don't have the patience for chess. Okay, because there's a really great show, The Queen's Gambit, that just dropped on Netflix about this young female prodigy in the '60s. It's so good. Good. If you want another really great thing, was it? It's really good. It's called. The Queen's Gambit, which apparently is a move in chess. That's right. Not to be confused with the Sicilian crossover or something. (laughs) It's got all these names that we love. Okay, so um, in Vegas is just on hold. Well, what what do you do there? I I mean, either there's nothing to do. Like, what did I love doing with you guys? Let's go to the concerts or the events and the the fun things, and none of that exists. So Mm -hmm. we have not been there since before uh, March. Like well, whenever we the with you. we we're left, with you. as we flew out of Vegas on that Sunday night, they shut it down that Monday morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. We that's right. And I know my dad was just there a couple of weeks ago, and he said it's so weird. He said, I don't know that any place has changed more than Las Vegas. Well, right. You know, as far as uh, I mean, it's Vegas, but I never went there just for the gambling. I went there for no, the shows, or right. we went there for the Food. fine dining, or right. we went there for the experience. That's that what the most pool. people ended yeah. up, that's what they would do. And so the people that are there are just there to gamble. And people, everyone is dropping their rates. So there, it's just, he just said it was weird. He said, yeah. you wouldn't like it at all. He said, I, I, I know heard, you like- yeah, from one of my friends who was at, because you know we always did the Bellagio. Yes. She said it was very like it was like 
a crowd that was from New York, New York, and it was smoky, and it was it wasn't the kind of let's dress up and walk around and and it was just a different crowd. Not that that crowd's good or bad. It's just it's just this is the crowd I like because I don't really like smoking. Although they did announce they're going to have their first smoke-free casino in Las Vegas. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Are Park you? Nomad's going to become no. Park Nomad's going to is smoke-free. Okay. Okay. Very well, cool. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You know, the room rate dictates the crowd. That has always been the case in Las Vegas. Yeah, but now the now the room rates are cheap everywhere. That's right. So anyway, yeah, it'll just, I think for so many, many people, David, they do, we want to have a show. We want to yes. have some nightlife. We want to have, you in know, our restaurant. community or in Vegas. In Vegas, yeah, that's yeah. what we want. Yeah. And I just think of all the people that Vegas employs. I mean, it's incredible for for the, you know, people that are working in theater and stuff. Oh, well, what did Cirque du Soleil laid off? What was it? Yeah, 20,000, yeah. 50,000 people. They yeah. are all shut down. And uh, Well, hopefully Vegas is doing some fundraising like we're doing some fundraising for their Hopefully. Keep, well, yeah, because otherwise that it'll be so hard to bring all that back. Yeah. Yeah, that's people have to go find a different career, do something to survive. So well, let's, let's keep our artists employed in the Twin Cities area or with hope. And David, you have helped out a big thank you for your $1,500 donation today to Springboard for the Arts. We are taking donations all through the end of the week, and we really appreciate you always stepping up. Anytime. Just give me a call, and I'll always help for you guys. I know you will. Thanks, honey. Thanks, David. Okay. We'll talk Bye-bye. to you soon. When we come back, it's time for Hollywood Speak. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood Speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right, Lorraine, let's get to it. What do we want to do? What are we talking about? Here's what we're talking about. Okay, so remember, what was the one story that came out pretty quickly after Harry and Meghan... Uh, after they had one month of wedded bliss of, you know, uh, everyone liking them, the tiara story came oh, out. Oh, that Remember she that? couldn't wear a certain tiara. That the queen ixnade. Yes. Okay. Stop it. You cannot wear that tiara. Well, Robert Lacey and his book about the brothers. This book is juicy. Has come. He's got the royal speak for why the queen denied the emerald tiara. And I can see how Megan would have been attracted to, to a tiara with a big fat emerald at the top and a bunch of diamonds all going down. I would. Stunning. <laughs> well, apparently that tiara has problematic history, quote unquote. Oh, all right. It is said to have come from Russia. And when the palace describes anything that's of a sensitive origin it means it's a treasure that was found its way into the windsor hands via dodgy channels is Mm -hmm. what i'm gonna say it was dodgy how they got it yep for an undisclosed price Mm -hmm. in the aftermath of the russian revolution 
maybe to take people in. Maybe they paid their way with the tiara and the queen does not want to bring. She doesn't want pictures of it and she doesn't want anyone talking about it because it's dodgy. Got it. Nothing about that she wouldn't have looked good in it or that Mm -mm. Megan was specifically asking dodgy history. Well, that's a good reason. Yeah. We don't want people to to do the pedigree on this little sucker. But now we know. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That it was dodgy history. But you would imagine quite a few jewels that were acquired during circumstantial times that were hard for the people would be dodgy. That's why they say Queen Elizabeth has one of the largest collection of private jewelry because we haven't seen even half of it. Right. But what I've seen in the London Tower was fantastic. Fantastic. I loved it. Okay. uh, Here's one. Yes. Um, that I would very much like you to Hollywood speak. George and Omal Clooney, again, this is from the book. Um, they The win- the Harry and May, the brother's book, okay. Yeah, yeah. George and Amal Clooney were at the Duke and Duchess's wedding. Yes, they were. And apparently, the Cloonies said, when they were asked, how do you know Harry and Meghan? They said, they said we don't. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. But I thought they were hanging out. Were they no. hanging out after? No. Were they, how did they know? Did they just get invited yes. because they were? She is because they needed, maybe she needed some Hollywood representation and a barrister to boot. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she's a, you know, she's a global, you know, attorney who all does right. all these great causes. Maybe they requested. That is hysterical. Mm-hmm. Now, but because of course you would go, Oprah was there, but she knew them. Um I'm thinking maybe if, she invited just people they wanted to know, or they invited well, right. people they, they wanted to know. What a great way to connect! Who's going to say no going to that wedding? All right, Oliver Hudson. Uh, you know, he and his sister have a podcast yes, together. Of he's he's dreamy too. He is. he is dreamy. But he told her that Botox almost ruined my life. His life. His life. Because he quit looking like a man and started to look like a mannequin. He said his eyebrows were in his hairline. Yeah. That's Gotta funny. go to a better dermatologist. You dude. really do. You need to go to someone like Dr. Crutchfield with Midwest sensibilities. Yeah. But you know that, like when you think about that, because the person I think that is the the poster child for plastic male plastic surgery that ruined someone is Kenny Rogers. That ruined him for years. You can add. That's a brow lift. It's a brow lift. Rocco, and you can add, do you agree? You can add Wayne Newton, Newton? to that list. Yes. There's a number of people that you can but add Kenny to that list. Kenny Rogers was, Wayne, I feel like he was already done in. But Kenny Rogers was such a good-looking guy. Yeah, he... he and then he just raised he lost, it all up. What happens, Rocco, is you lose your brow bone. You okay. lose your manly you ridge. You lose your manly brow ridge when you get an eyebrow lift. Okay. Because it raises, it raises your, and feminizes your face and it gives you a a feminine look to your face because women don't have pronounced brows. brow ridges bones. If they do, then they are they've often already called... Had a, they are often called what? Handsome women. <laughs> That's what they're called. That's the Hollywood speak. Doesn't one of you guys enjoy a Cro-Magnon... Uh, I love a Cro-Magnon brow. Yeah. Casey's got a real... He's so Cro-Magnon, like, just, it's unbelievable. He's got a huge, and in fact, his daughter said, I need to start getting Botox because I look at dad's 
head, and his forehead and, and his ridge, and I see my future. <laughs> I said, yeah, you don't want to be a handsome woman. I mean, you can be a handsome woman. But Ethel Merman was a handsome she woman. She was. Of course she was. You know? Okay, so Oliver Hudson, Jennifer Aniston uh, was dubbed violent after she threw a chair at her director on set. So this is in an interview with Elle magazine. What set are we on? Uh, she didn't say what set. That happened she, to you once. I, a boss threw a chair. Yes, in a marketing meeting. The president of the company. Yes, I believe. All mm-hmm. the directors Everyone were there. Everyone was there to watch this Witness breakdown. It. Yeah. It was lovely. And it made me laugh afterward as soon as I left the meeting because he didn't even break the window and he threw it as hard as he could. <laughs> I just thought, wuss. Anyway, um, she, we digress. Okay. She did an interview with Elle magazine and they asked her what was one of your moments on set that you were not proud of. She said, I threw a chair at a director and it wasn't my proudest moment. He was treating a script supervisor so horribly when the director walked in, I threw a chair at him and I missed, of course. I was like, you can't speak to people like that and I can't tolerate it. And then, well, that's a great reason to throw a chair to stick up for someone else. I mean, if you have to. Well, then she was called for a while, difficult to work with, oh. and violent because it is extreme to throw a chair. Yes, and she it does is. go on later and say she realizes I don't need to throw chairs. Well, she had Thanks so much for sharing, yeah. Jennifer. Um, okay, Wendy Williams, former DJ uh, Boof. I guess I didn't realize Boof didn't yeah. come back. Nope. They were. He was on her show for a long Forever. time. Forever. He he got on Instagram and he. This is what he said, Julia, because she was kind of goofy Friday. She was real slow, and she keeps getting sidetracked by her new DJ's shoes and the shoe cam. And I don't know. She's just really. I think she's slow. a woman after my own heart. He okay. said. Uh, he said, "Y'all have no idea what's really going on, and everyone there is afraid to speak up because they don't want to lose their jobs. This is going to play out bad. I feel sorry for the workers and the victims." She just was off on Friday, super off, and she. Well, here's what she has. Did said. she speak about it she today? Because I didn't said, see it. What she, she says, said, I'm not me- perfect. I come here every day, and I try to do the best I can do for you. I appreciate you watching. But even after all these years, it's still work and effort to put in for a whole hour. An hour that I'm here. An hour. Wendy, Imagine three. Wendy, this, I guess every day is not perfect. I'm not perfect. This is not me. This It's not easy. You're a tough crowd. Way to bitch at the audience. Something's going on there, Julia. You That's think? a weird explanation. Yeah. Sam. Anyway, all right, we'll be back. At the Home Depot, we have the tools for you to give the gift of a smarter home with savings on top brands, like the Google Hub, a command center for your smart devices that raises the IQ of your entire home, or the Nest Learning Thermostat that helps you conserve energy and save on your bill. And if you don't know what to get, gift cards are a smart gift no matter what they get. So this year, gift smarter with savings on tools to make your holiday magic. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.